Okay. So, hello, Joseph. Hello. Um, this is, my name's Ella, and this is Joseph, and we're going to have a chat today about Joseph's experience and journey with Working Well Trust. Um, so, um, to start with Joseph, um, can you start by telling us a little about how you came to access the Working Well Trust, um, and specifically the business and enterprise service? Yeah, sure. Um, so, I've I've sort of been working in mental health services for a couple, a uh, few years now, um, and I was quite fortunate to hear sort of, of Working Well Trust uh, here, here and there, and sort of people benefiting from it. Um, and yeah, sort of around the time that I was quite keen to um, set up something for myself, um, and yeah, just through a colleague who had um, had mentioned it, uh, and yeah, I sent off a registration form, and Julia got back quite quick. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, so how easy did you find it was to connect with Working Well Trust? And what was the process? Did you have any expectations or? Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose not having done anything like this at all in any shape or form, I, I didn't really have yeah, too much expectations um, other than like knowing I had, you know, kind of a load of questions um, and not, yeah, I definitely didn't know if it was the right move. Um, or if it'd be appropriate for me. Um, but mm. thankfully, I was able to, um, yeah, kind of put that down in the registration form. Um, and then when I actually had the first meeting with Julia, um, that there'd already been a bit back and forth over email. Um, mm. So by the time, you know, we sort of met for the first time, um, I felt comfortable. It was, um, yeah, a good start. Brilliant. Yeah, Julia's lovely, isn't she? Mm. Um, <laughs> very much sort of take it um, session by session as as you go um, and obviously it being you know centered around what you want to do in your business idea um, yeah, it's something that um, is is kind of goes at that at that pace it's not centered around say Julia's idea of um, you know where where you should be at or what you should be doing or what decisions you should be making mm -hmm. um, it's very much centered on you know where you're at so um, you know, if it comes to a point, say this time next year, where I feel like, you know, I'm in a good position to kind of um, take things more um, on my own, then, you know, that'd be open then. So could you map out briefly um, your experience to date and the aspects you've covered in working towards your goals of setting up a business or social enterprise? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd have to go back a little bit. So um, I was a chef for about five years, um, working in a few restaurants where I grew up in Hampshire and then um, moved to London. Mm -hmm. uh, and as much as I really enjoyed it, I, I had a, a real sort of breakdown in 2015, um, had an episode of psychosis, and then um, sort of best part of a year of recovering um, and yeah, definitely time out of work. Um, and so yeah, that was a kind of, a real obviously kind of huge experience in itself um, yeah. but in that um, I, I kind of got a sense of uh, mental health services and um, yeah kind of support which I hadn't accessed before and there are definitely uh, a lot of people that really really helped me at the time and, and really inspired me um, such as sort of the nurses on the wards um, and so when I was in a position to, to get back into some form of work, uh, I 
yeah, I, I knew I, it was, I wanted it to be kind of in the direction of um, helping others with sort of mental health struggles. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, as I kind of got back on my feet, I did a bit of gardening for a little bit, which is just incredibly helpful, um, you know, to get me kind of, yeah, back to some kind of level of fitness and well-being. Um, and then I started as a peer recovery worker for a housing mm -hmm. association, um, which, yeah, again, was like just really, really helpful, really useful to um, be able to share my experience in a way that um, yeah, others could maybe get something from too. Um, and in that work, I, I used um, skills I've developed in the past, such as uh, gardening and, and cooking um, to help people build their independence. Um, and kind of through doing that bit by bit, I found that, you know, this was something that people generally really responded to well and, mm -hmm. and got a lot out of. And, um, yeah, it was something that, you know, we could really open up and talk about, um, quite difficult subjects, which maybe you wouldn't be able to get to if it was just a one-to-one, -one, um, without the context of cooking. And so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, the more and more I did that, the more I found you know, this is really something that one seems to really help people and two, like, I just really, really love it. I really enjoy it. Um, and if there's, a, if there's a way of doing more of that, then, you know, I'd love to make that happen. Um, That's yeah, amazing. So, hmm, I feel I've kind of gone off from <laughs> your main question, but... Um, no, no, not at all. It's really given me a picture mm. of what your kind of journey has been. Mm. Um, so... So what so that's what then inspired you to kind of work towards your setting up your own business then? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, I I sort of felt that uh, you know I wanted to see what was in the area and, and what was available. Um, um, so yeah, being able to connect with Working World Trust, I think, has has just made it seem more possible um, because. Uh, yeah, I'm sure as a lot of people experience, it's just um, very much an idea for a long, long time. Um, and so to start structuring that, even on your own, you can still, it still doesn't quite feel real. So mm -hmm. just from the very first meeting of Julian, being able to talk it through and share it to someone other than myself or friends um, instantly made me feel like, oh, okay, like we could take this step by step and um, it, yeah, it can sort of become something eventually. And um, yeah, I'm still nowhere near um actually sort of rolling with it yet but even so it's kind of uh yeah given me um yeah shown me that it, it's definitely possible in time yeah and that and that's often like you yeah like you said that's often the hardest part isn't it because it can feel so daunting before you actually mm. share it with others and realize mm. actually it is something that's you could possibly um you know you could achieve and it's so amazing that you're looking to work in something that you know like like you were saying you know you're you're inspired by those who helped you so now you potentially are going to be impacting other people in the same way they impacted you so that's so mm. exciting mm. And, and also just doing the um, cooking sessions I learned so much uh, myself but, you know it's mm -hmm. definitely like a two-way or three-way or you know however many people involved thing and and um, yeah I've as much as I had obviously picked up and learned a lot as a chef um, you know, the more I, I cook with others, the more I realise how little I actually knew and being able <laughs> to, um, yeah, learn new cuisines um, has been 
yeah, really wonderful in both ways. Oh, that's so brilliant. Um, so I'm aware as well that even, you know, during these, you know, additionally challenging times, um, you still manage to maintain a sense of purpose for your business. Um, on top of also having to move to, as far as I understand, different accommodation and starting a new job, which yes. is amazing achievement in itself, <laughs> incredibly difficult. Um, so could you say a little about um, what's helped you maintain your motivation and mm. what's helped it make it all feasible? Yeah, sure. Um, yes, definitely not lots of reasons really um i think that's partly the way that julia approaches the sessions um it's very studied and um very much um yeah it just feels each stage feels very much kind of at your pace and and so i, I haven't i haven't felt like even though i had you know quite a few plans of what i wanted to do um in a kind of March, April period, which obviously all got swept away. Mm. Um, yeah, we were able to, knowing that we had that kind of regular appointment um, to once a month help to sort of center what was going on. And so, you know, when it came to um, things around having to cancel uh, stuff that we'd set up, um, being able to sort of uh, navigate that with somebody um, has been really helpful. Um, and then also um, through the process, um, although Julia is a kind of mentor herself, um, she has set myself up with a, a mentor um, with more of a kind of speciality in strategy. Um, mm -hmm. And so, and I, I remember one of the conversations we had there was, um, you know, kind of a couple weeks into kind of peak lockdown and um, and something uh, my mentor said was that we could you know really use this opportunity as a way to uh, kind of yeah it was a reflected period and to really hit the ground running yeah when everything starts to be lifted um, and yeah I felt that's a kind of really positive useful take on it where I could you know not worry too much about having a kind of too many set goals or um, a set endpoint and really think about you know what is it I want to help build and um, and actually yeah using this time to make it something of quality and, and not um, something that needs to be rushed um, so that that's been helpful to give everything a bit of space um, yeah especially as you mentioned I have been working and you know that's fortunately part-time so mm -hmm. you know, I've, I'm still able to support myself on part-time work which is three days a week and then um, I've got two days off dedicated to um, sort of business work so uh, having those steady and set days have also yeah just helped keep it consistent through this period um, and also have that space to do things that aren't um, I suppose too integral to you know setting up the business so for example because of this funny time we're in, it, mm. it actually opened up possibilities of thinking, you know, what is it that I could learn that isn't essential to what I want to create? So, for example, learning sign language or learning, um, you know, getting to grips with HMRC and, and all the systems involved there or mm -hmm. something completely different, which 
um, maybe you wouldn't have given yourself time for if you just wanted to get set up immediately. Um, so that yeah, that's been something interesting that's come out of this period. And uh, and to be honest, even if um, we hadn't had COVID come, um, I think that's just generally something useful that I will continue to um, kind of factor in is yeah, allowing that space to have these additional things which maybe aren't priority or wouldn't be considered like a key checklist thing, but could really um, yeah, enrich in what you want to do. Definitely. I think that's such a good point. I think, um, you know, firstly, it's it, it must have been, and I mean, I know I found it really daunting having this kind of like just blank space where normally I'd be filling in my weeks or days with doing stuff and I just mm. can't. Um, and it can be really daunting. Um, mm. But I guess having, like you say, having not only someone to kind of remind you and to boost you and encourage you to think of it in that way, but also for you to yourself to have really adapted that and to think actually. So that's great that you've been able to kind of reflect on your and your job in a different way. Because I think also as well with, like you were saying, with HMRC, there's so many things like that, that you're just kind of in a rush of kind of trying to get stuff sorted with deadlines that you've yeah. created for yourself. You can yeah. miss out, can't you? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And I, that's an interesting point as well. Um, you know deadlines you've created for yourself and that's been something I've had to learn which you know that is something it's a deadline which I've made I created so if I'm getting mm. stressed about meeting it you know it kind of seems a, a little bit silly sometimes depending on what it is and actually um, you know the reason you set the deadline in the first place was to help in order to help yourself uh, structure your time and yeah find a way of uh, put things in place in a, what seems to make sense so you mm. know if it suddenly feels like the, the deadlines you've set for yourself are yeah feel a little bit um, a bit pressing or weren't realistic then that's an opportunity to kind of reevaluate that so um, and it, yeah it's definitely still something I um, kind of struggle with a little bit but I find like I'm in a good rhythm now where I can um, uh, yeah I, I suppose it's about learning your work style and knowing yourself enough and how long it takes yourself to do things um, mm -hmm. to be able to then, then your deadlines start to become a bit more realistic. Um, so, and yeah, again, I, I feel like that's been um, in a way uh, easier to do during this period or, or at least an opportunity to find that out. Definitely. I think, yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. And, you know, it's kind of key to wellbeing as well, isn't it? Which is kind of actually the next question I had for you was, mm -hmm. um, so, with you know with your mental health in mind what's been key do you think in achieving your business goals um at the same time as maintaining your mental health and well-being uh well actually from the beginning um and again this is something that julia's encouraged um from the beginning we uh, i said i wrote a little uh, document just putting all the things that i know help my well-being um and making that kind of priority thing and in a way doing it at the very beginning is a, a way of demonstrating that it's a priority um, mm -hmm. you know throughout anything that what the business that you hope to set up or, or the project you hope to you know go and do is always going to be sort of secondary to your health and mm -hmm. your well-being um, especially if you know what you want to do is helping others and um to help support their well-being it kind of contradicts itself if um yeah i feel like i'm put myself second in that sense mm. so um so yeah there was that there was really putting down onto paper or however you know 
it helps somebody um, just putting down everything that you know has helped you so far um, so for me it was uh, making sure that I get eight hours sleep a night um, and making sure I'm, I'm eating regularly um, and it's you know decent food um, I'm checking in with others I'm I get out of London at least a couple of every couple of months mm-hmm. which obviously I haven't been able to do at the moment but yeah least there's just a few things um, that yeah you're, you know for your well-being and um, this is something that I actually took from work which we call um, a well-being at work plan mm-hmm. um, so yeah that's been quite key just I suppose more than anything else it's just a sign to yourself that you're prioritizing um, your health there um, and then yeah I suppose the big part of that, of that is actually then doing those things and um, so yeah during the say my my work days I'll make sure that I've done a little checklist of the things I want to do and making sure it's not uh, like we we're talking about there's not too much on there and factoring in um, time for say to get out and walk in the park um, or mm-hmm. or to be able to sort of finish early and uh, meet up with some friends so that way um, it's not and I suppose that's the benefit of being able to yeah, be your own boss and obviously hopefully I'll get to that stage where I'm able to make it self-sustaining but to the point where um, you'll be able to be flexible within your hours and um, have that flexibility for both um, what you're trying to do and, and your health mm-hmm. um, and I think that's actually in a way that's reminded me that's part of the reason why um, or you know one reason why I wanted to do this is um, because I knew that um, I can be a, a bit of a funny cat and um, the traditional um, employment contract doesn't necessarily fit myself um, mm-hmm. and, and I know lots of other people so you know having been able to do the things that I know uh, best for my well-being um, and yeah and also have it fit within um, what you do to sustain yourself financially and in other ways is yeah really helpful. Yeah, and, and what has been the most useful aspect of the business enterprise service? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just, yeah, as we've talked about, just been able to talk it through with um, with Julia and yeah anybody else that she's able to put you in contact with. Um, yeah, definitely everything that, that you, you have to think about or everything that you've been planning but not sure about or any anxieties you've got about um, going forward or making certain decisions um, a lot of that is just really really taken away when you're able to share it and talk about it um, and and yeah and get some quite tangible tips and direction mm-hmm. well. brilliant um, and have you found that there are any negatives to the service hmm. um, not that I've found so far um, <laughs> Yeah, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's always a great sign <laughs> if you've been there for six months. <laughs> yes. Um, and so what, in your experience, do you think are the pros and cons of starting an enterprise? Mm. Um, so, yeah, definitely wouldn't be able to say anything too comprehensive because I, I still very much feel at the very, very early stages myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but pros um, straight away, just being able to, do something which 
it, yeah, it's very empowering, really, and like, it, to be able to hand that to yourself, um, it just yeah, it feels really, really wonderful to be able to uh, take something which um, you have real belief could be of use, or um, or even if it's just on a it's just a simple level of you know this is something I I feel I'm good at. This is something I'd like to do more of, and then it's a massive pro to then be able to provide that um, for yourself and actually set aside time. Um, mm. And and then to find out when you do make that move, to find out how much there is out there. Um, I really had no idea that um, there's so much free um, free services available. Um, something that Julia recommended was the business in startup li uh, uh, libraries which um, is currently running and they provide an uh, introduction to business sessions um, mm -hmm. and, and lots of other courses associated with that, um, which just really gives you a really, really good grounding of sort of business basics um, for anybody that, um, you know, has knows absolutely nothing um, about business, which I would definitely put myself in that category. Um, and then as for cons, um, yeah, there's there's definitely a, a period, and I'm sure this also came with the outbreak, but um, of you know having that early momentum and, and drive, um, and then sort of finding ways to um, keep that alive, even when um, you know in the, in the kind of downtime period where not a lot's happening, but mm. um, and you you know you feel more of the pressure on yourself to um, to keep that momentum. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, I, I suppose there's always been a lot of, I think there's, there's definitely insecurities um, at, at different stages and in different ways, which um, at least I've found is, is something just to be gently overcome. Um, so for example, um, I remember when I was initially just researching what, what else was around and, um, you know, what what other opportunities I could look at and any volunteering that I could do. And I found this kind of, even though I felt it to be quite rational, like feeling um, quite worried about competition and, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, if anybody's going to steal your idea and all that sort of stuff, which, um, you know, I realize now is just absolutely nonsensical and, it, you know, in many ways it's not necessary and um, for lots of different reasons. And... Uh, but even so, that I think that's just a very there's lo those types of things, however rational they might be, um, are just kind of natural parts of the process. And I, I believe as well at the moment um, you're getting to a point where you're ready to secure some investment behind launching the business. Um, so, what would be your advice to anyone thinking about starting their own business or enterprise or project? Yeah, um, definitely, definitely take it gradually and uh, that's what I say quite a lot um, in my work in mental health services is um, you know take it grad as gradually as you can and just feel really what feels comfortable and um, what yeah really what makes sense and being able to um, have your own sort of locus of control and, and um, being able to take those sort of questions on for yourself and um, and so I feel then that really applies to um, starting an enterprise and um, and being able to yeah uh, even with um, looking to 
um, secure some investment. Um, even that is something that I found, you know, it doesn't have to be a textbook um, way of doing it. And there's, there's so many different options. Um, so I, I definitely recommend to people to really take the time to explore those options um, and find what makes sense for yourself. Brilliant. Um, COVID um, has impacted on everyone, um, as you were saying, as we were saying earlier, um, and we know that the impact is likely to be long term and, you know, is yet to be fully understood. Um, particularly perhaps when it comes to how it affects people's mental health. Um, so what role do you think Working Well Trust has had on supporting you? Mm. Um, well, for first off, Julia um, sends out quite regular uh, newsletters um, and these are always really, really tailored to what's happening at the time. So um, particularly currently these newsletters have had information about yeah, COVID support um, for say small businesses that need that um, funding or uh, it might be uh, well-being opportunities um, which has got nothing to do with business and it's um, it might be a yoga class or um, something you can get involved with or it might have a kind of inspirational quote or um, something uh, someone who's benefited from working well trust or a different service um, has been able to provide or or their commentary on what's going on at the moment. So, um, yeah, that's definitely one one um, thing I'd say has been useful. Um, and then, yeah, again, having that the regularity of it, um, knowing that it's um, it can be monthly, at least for me, I'm sure for other people, um, it kind of can be on a different timeline. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'd say that'd be the two main things. Oh, and also. Um, the, some of the sort of signposting that Julia um, will do is, yeah, quite tailored to the situation. So, um, not so long ago, I sent um, an event for uh, COVID, um, yeah, or the future of uh, social enterprise um, post COVID, and that that was really helpful just to get some insight into um, what people who are actually currently um, have you know long-standing business or social enterprise um you know how they've coped with the situation and what they're doing um what they doing going forward and what they think the landscape will be like so um you know somebody who's not set up yet um that's been really really helpful to see and again that's been something that's shared to me uh, through working by trust and how important do you think it is for others to have access to these kinds of services um, yeah, so much, um, and, and I think it's something that should be um, yeah advertised to, to in many different services and maybe areas where you wouldn't ordinarily think to. And the reason I say that is because um, I'm, I'm sure there's lots of people out there with business ideas, or um, and it might not necessarily be you know a limited company. It might be um, being a, a sole trader um, to be able to sell your craft you don't need to be particularly um, business minded it might be a, a way of selling something that or sustaining something that you love doing um, and so um, yeah I think sharing that with more um, with people who might not have thought about it before um, yeah the more opportunities the better because it's definitely something that um, in unless you've grown up in an environment or um, be around people who 
are suggesting yeah these different ways of um, yeah just different ways of working you might mm -hmm. not have thought about it yourself so um, yeah the more it can be shared the better I think Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Joseph, um, for being so open and generous and for sharing your experience with others. Um, for anyone listening to this recording, experiencing mental health challenges, um, who might have questions or is thinking about the feasibility of starting their own business or social enterprise, you can reach out to us here at Working World Trust and visit the website www.workingworldtrust.co.uk um, to see the different ways you can engage with our services and find out how we can support you, including employment, training, career progression and retention. So thank you and thanks, Joseph. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>